JB's Driving Podcast, talking about movies. JB's Driving Podcast, talking about movies. Come on, girl. Three fools in here. One nerd. Talking about movies. I know you want to turn around. Movies. JB's Driving Podcast. Talking about movies. JB's Driving Podcast. Talking about movies. Come on, girl. Hello and welcome to a special best of episode of JB's Drive-In Podcast. I am your favorite guest host, the living legend, Brian Griffiths, fresh off of his eight home run performance last week. Uh, at Old Line Wiffle, and I'm going to lead you through five great moments in the history of this podcast. As a sponsor of this dog and pony show, and pretty much the reason it exists since I gave Jimmy his first podcast back in 2011, I was given the opportunity to provide voiceovers and commentary on this week's show, presumably because I'm the only one who would say yes. Now, this week is a best-of show because Jimmy has to go to Disney World and wear tank tops at the Pride Parade. Paul is on another meet-and-greet tour, and Tom is swimming in a vat of bourbon somewhere. First, a couple pieces of business. First, please follow the show on social media. We are on Facebook and Instagram at JB's Drive-In Podcast. We are on Twitter at JB's Drive-In. Please follow yourself and invite your friends, family, colleagues, in-laws, and outlaws to follow the show. Second, go to theduckpin.com and subscribe. It's really the only website in the entire world worth reading. Subscribe and also follow us on all the socials at the Duck Pin. Third, be sure to buy JB's Drive-In Podcast swag over at StubbornNarwhal.com. That's S-T-U-B-B-O-R-N-N-A-R-W-H-A-L.com because God knows I do a better job of promoting their swag than they do. We all know that if Jimmy were physically capable of bearing a child, he would want to be impregnated with Steven Seagal's seed. But that doesn't mean Seagal isn't a little too handsy for his own good. In this clip from Under Siege, the gang discusses Seagull's, shall we say, treatment of Elena Eleniak. Take a listen. In your balls or something, I don't know. Um, uh-huh. Gary Busey says he came up with the idea of appearing in drag. Gary Busey recalls, I had four, 44 double D's stuffed, I had a Tina Turner wig, and nothing was going to stop me. I did the scene twice, once as Commander Krill the male, and once as Nancy the female. He adds... After the it scene, had a name? Nancy? Nancy? Nancy the female. All right. He's nuts. Well, he is nuts. Oh, he's Gary batshit Busey's fucking crazy, dude. Cocaine again. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. After the scene, Tommy Lee Jones started laughing so hard he couldn't stand up. I didn't ask why, but I knew it had something to do with me. He's hard. The film's violence was censored in several <coughs> countries. Yep. So that was in the United Kingdom, some other places. <laughs> See, this is why I jump in, and I. This is fucking ridiculous. I jump in, you give me shit, and then when I leave it to you, this is the fucking Swaziland. <laughs> Motherfuckers. 
go for it. Just <laughs> Seagal can't quite seem to get his story straight regarding the character of Jordan Pitts. I'm telling you. <laughs> what is this? Um, to a degree, I don't understand. Under Siege plays out a bit like a buddy movie. I don't get that at all. Sure. However, Steven Seagal's position on this character varies according to which interview you, you read. At the time of release, Seagal said he was initially put off making Under Siege because, again, he disliked the bimbo jumping on the cake. Then he claimed that he was possessed by the rewrites which made the character Jordan more intelligent. However, in another more recent interview, Seagal says claimed that it was his own idea to have a stripper sidekick in Under Siege in order to give him the film a bit of a humor. In, in order to give the film a bit of humor. Right. Yeah. He's so great. Pamela Anderson said she lost out to the Jordan role after rejecting Seagal's advances. I am so much <laughs> happier with Erica Laniac. Oh, um, I agree. I agree. I agree. She said in, my, in 2018, after she was irrelevant, notice how they all come out after and say something shit like this about sexual being, you know. Oh, yeah. After that said actress is, a, is completely irrelevant. Well, you, did you hear that the guy from um, Gran Torino? Uh, have you seen Gran Torino, the no. the Clint Eastwood film? No. Well, apparently it's it's a movie where he's kind of like a racist, but then this gang comes into town and he has to defend the neighborhood from this gang. Okay, mm-hmm. and I can't remember what they're called, but it's some Asian group of people, the the Mucks or something. Mucks. I, I don't really know what they're fucking called because I don't know Asian groups. Um, There's more than one Asian. Mings. I, I, dude, I'm just telling you. The Ming Dynasty. Yeah, they are real. Very real. Okay, whatever. So anyway, the the guy, the the the. Until the Hun was. Um, okay, fuck it. I don't care. <laughs> And I'm just trying to, you know, compliment your fucking point. You're doing a great job. No, I'm not. You are. Uh-uh. How many times have you watched that striptease on your phone? I'm not. I'm playing a fucking game here. Oh, jeez. Okay. Wow. Multitasking. Yeah, oh, and I'm still fucking talking most. The actress said in 2018, I remember Steven <laughs> saying to me, <laughs> saying to me, if you don't do it, <laughs> then that girl across the hall will do it. And she'll get the job. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> there you go. That's my new interviewing technique. <laughs> she don't do it. That girl. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Why didn't I think of that? Yeah. That's oh. the way to go, buddy. Numerous other actresses, including Jenny McCarthy and Portia de Rossi, have accused Seagal of similar behavior. And Regina Simmons, an extra in On Deadly Ground, Says she was raped by the good guy. Okay, I don't know if I'd go that no. far. I, I have a, a hard time believing that one. But let's be honest. Steven Seagal, yeah, it sounds like he would be this guy. Huge. He's a martial arts He's expert. so fucking, you know, into himself that he thinks that he's doing it for them. However, Eric Aleniak has insisted Seagal was never improper to her. Although Gary Busey, who describes Seagal as insecure. She's the one that got the role. Yeah, she was one of the <laughs> Never improper. Claims the star was looking to add a love scene into the film so he could really get down and dirty with the actress. <laughs> Can't you see? Can we discuss the end of this, dude? <laughs> the first kiss? It was terrible. Oh, my God. I thought it was a buddy movie. 
Yeah, I know. Yeah, his well, body. you know, I guess after we're done the show, I'll just, you know, take you upstairs and kiss you ridiculously since you're my buddy. What the fuck, dude? You see Stephen Gall. It's Seagal so uncomfortable. Trying to get a love scene in this movie. Yes, I how, can see that. Where? Would, I don't know. How he would react to it. I could see him actually kung fu fighting, <laughs> what, you know, between thrusts. He'd be like, she'd be on top of him with her legs wrapped around him, and he's fucking her, and he's doing, like, you know, kung fu kicks. Really slowly, of course, because then they'd speed up the yeah, camera. for real, it would be a scene where she's being raped by one of the, you know, terrorists are us. Yeah. And he comes in after his own fight, all sweaty and stuff, and, like, saves her the last moment, and then there's... There's like this. this since it's a, you know, since her bottom's already off. Her bottom's already off. She looks at him with her eyebrow, and he looks back. So he him. just, you know, he flops out that three <laughs> inches and fucking goes to town. Uh, yeah, you know, if you know, it, it, as they're filming the scene, he's gonna get his hands all up in that. <laughs> he's gonna. I mean, uh, Eric is probably gonna be like, act, trying to act, but he <laughs> he's just <laughs> motorboat. <laughs> they try to make it look sexy. It's a gall, just an animal. Seagal cannot make anything sexy, okay? <laughs> sex Did you, the you remember the sex scene between him and fucking, uh, oh shit, Lisa from uh, Weird Science? Yeah. Um, what's her name? Um, I don't know. Oh, come on. Um,. Kelly LeBrock. Yes, Kelly LeBrock. Oh, my God. That sex scene between him and Kelly LeBrock in, what was it, Alfred Justice or Mark for Death or whichever one it was. We're doing next. Holy (laughs) fuck, dude. That was so bad. The only sex scene that was probably worse. Month of Seagal. (laughs) Month of Seagal. March. March is for Seagal. After Black History Month, it's Seagal <laughs> History Month. All Seagal movies. Uh, there we go. That's <laughs> fine. I don't care. <laughs> I could watch every Steven Seagal film, dude. We gotta find him. He is so bad. We gotta find one where he has love scenes in him, and that are bad. Those are the two required. Well, they're all bad. <laughs> the two requirements: there's gotta be a love scene, a love scene. Well, <laughs> you gotta go. Th- his earlier stuff definitely had a lot of love scenes in it because it was before he got fat. What about fat ones where he's, a, where he's a love scene? I don't remember one where he was fat. You know, like halfway through each podcast, people are like, I'm sorry, which Steven Seagal movie is this? <laughs> oh, we're talking about Under Siege, sir. <laughs> oh, in that case. Uh, all right, so uh, what, 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 what? Oh, yeah, that fucking kiss at the end is so, <laughs> so forced. It is so forced. So forced. It was like it's jarring. What are You're you like, going to do, Casey? <laughs> I'm going to get me some. <laughs> the girl across the hall will do it. <laughs> You're going to find fuck? out. He was a perfect gentleman to me. It was so horrible. <laughs> it was so fucking horrible. I mean, it remind you know what it, it flashed into my head? What? The fucking end of Running Man with uh, the chick and, oh, and yeah. Schwarzenegger. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like we discussed that during uh, Running Man, which is in our... Archi- uh, repositories. Repositories. <laughs> we were calling it an archive. We've gone to repository now. That's right. So, um, <laughs> did you know that he's written this? We've already said there's Under Siege 2. Yes. Um, on the train. Dark Territory. 
Seagal has apparently written the script for Under Siege 3. Sweet. He says, what I want to do is, uh, I, I got to do like a fake Louisiana accent that goes in and out throughout the entire movie. It's really prevalent in the beginning of Under Siege and then just completely disappears. What I want to do is write a movie, which uh, I sort of already done, where Russian special forces and American special forces work together to combat terrorism. If you are never... <laughs> and all can come together now that we all can come together. There's gonna be some That's women who Rocky Ford in this movie. Rocky Ford? Yeah. Okay. And they're you don't remember the end of Rocky Four where he fights Drago in yeah. Russia and mm-hmm. then he do- gives his speech? Good stuff. Lizzo is a musician of larger carriage. And we all know that Jimmy in particular has thoughts about health and fitness. Here, the crew talks about the singer and her, shall we say, portrayal in the media. Yes. That sort of thing. Oh, we missed the awards? Yeah, the Glade Media Awards was March 30th. Oh. And then there's also oh, the, so British, the British LGBT Awards, which, by the way, the nominees are. The nominees. For po- this year's award podcast? have been revealed. Okay. RuPaul. Woo. Uh, Lizzo. Oh. Amber Gill and Emma Darcy. Lizzo's gay? She's an ally. She's A. Juicy. Wait, wait, wait. So the, she's not even gay, but she's running for the award? No, but she's an ally. It's part of the alphabet soup. Did you see, we, we said in a text thread, the, the chair they gave her on the Today Show? Mm-hmm. Did it collapse? No, they actually like <laughs> had supersized wheels on it. Like reinforced wheels. Yeah. Like you'd find on a lawnmower. Or a stroller. Or a stroller, or... A tank? <laughs> tank. Oh, no, <laughs> Or power wheels. Oh, <laughs> the big, big wheels. <laughs> Just stretch your foot at Bigfoot. <laughs> does, your ch- does your chair need training wheels? Holy shit. I'm, gonna start a I'm just waiting for her to explode on stage. <laughs> just spontaneously. <laughs> and a bunch of Tootsie Rolls just fly out to the crowd. <laughs> She was a pinata. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> We've been had. <laughs> Chocolate candy for everyone. <laughs> so you could feed the world with that. <laughs> you can. Uh, I got a Snickers. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, if you get something with nuts in it, I wouldn't eat it, buddy. No. <laughs> God, no. People, oh. How would you know? In her death, people are like, that's Snickers. cultural appropriation. <laughs> oh. Cultural appropriation. <laughs> Okay. Never ends. All right. So getting back to this. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where we are now. <laughs> well, we're we're further down the alphabet soup well, talking about Lizzo and stuff. It's important oh. matters right now. It's important. We need to discuss it. We did the podcast awards for the was it the European trash, British LGBT LGBT. Oh, so it's I mean, if I identify as British, we can still apply. Oh, there you go. None of them apply. There, none of them are British. It's just again. the British awards show. Yeah, it's I just there. This is. is a weird. So Lizzo's running, but she's neither British nor gay. Well, I don't know if she's gay or not. Any of the other alphabet. Things. I just know that she has her own gravitational pull, <laughs> which is <laughs> apparently <laughs> sucking in these awards. She's got an attractive <laughs> personality. <laughs> That's mean, Dad. <laughs> Paltry <laughs> 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 
passing the orbit around Saturn. I said that for our science awards. (laughs) (laughs) This episode can be submitted for everything. It is. We'll be inclusive, dude. We're going to submit to the Mr. Wizard Awards. (laughs) Anyway. Speaking of of Tootsie Rolls, it's like, (laughs) grab it right there. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Literally, like like when she walks out to the beach, did like did the tide go out or something like that? <laughs> you start hearing this. <laughs> the ocean is crying. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure what that means, but <laughs> no, the, the whale sounds. Yeah, I got too, it. I, I'm just making sure that the ocean is crying. <laughs> Well, the good news is, a bunch of if Star Trek Four ever happens, <laughs> at least we have Lizzo. They can come back. No, 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 no. Take this one. <laughs> can communicate with the, the big black bar. The probe. Probe's like. <laughs> probe's like. All right, I guess that's good enough. <laughs> What's a, what's a major volcano? What's the name of a major volcano that's set to explode? Oh, I don't know. Plug your, Mount St. Helens? Plug a rail on top. Is there... I don't even know any active volcanoes. I'm I don't sure either. Well, there's that one in... Uh, what is it? The Big Puck. Uh, you mean the geyser? Something stone. <laughs> the big Yellowstone. Park. Yellowstone. Geyser? Not the geyser. There's like a volcano underneath that's oh, the, overdue the to super, explode. They the say super it'll explode that'll anytime. destroy North America. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They've been talking about that for about 50 years now. It's kind of like climate change. <laughs> yep. they, like, yeah. oh, it's going to happen. Soon. We, we swear. Well, well, the numbers are getting better. Minute. Shut up. <laughs> Global corn and cooling. We're heading to a North Guys, Ice I, age, buddy. I honestly just thought the greatest reality show. Those yep. are probably the biggest numbers of all time. <clears throat> okay. Remember back like 15 years ago when they had a couple of those Discovery uh, reality shows about people climbing Mount Everest? Yes. What if we had Lizzo climbing Mount Everest? I, I don't think she, she would die. physically could. How no, many, no, no, how many Sherpas do you need? Who cares? Fucking I would like rather, a village. <laughs> to be perfectly honest, go. I would just rather like... <clears throat> well, you know what? I, there is something to be said about that because, you know... That that little guy that used to go up the mountain on the Price is Right. Yes, that used to be one of my favorite games. Yes, and he mm-hmm. fell off. That and Plinko. Plinko was. Are you saying that could be a giant Plinko board and Lizzo could be Plinko, the actual? I was thinking puck? that, and I was also thinking we could fly her to the top of Mount Everest <laughs> and then just drop her and watch, watch her roll, roll down. <laughs> Combining your two favorite games. <laughs> Matterhorn. <laughs> Oh, the <laughs> Mount Plinko. Mount Plinko. <laughs> Holy shit. It'll be great. Dude, you could make bank with that. Sure. Seriously, people would pay to see that shit. I think people would pay to watch her slide down the dam, <laughs> like a, on a slide. But yeah. it wouldn't be a huge. those big circle fucking discs that they had, the cheap people had. Yes. We'd watch just yeah. to see and if we just put her off. on there and just push her down and watch her go. But it wouldn't it wouldn't be a Huey they have. It'd be like these two tomahawks next to each other <laughs> with this big net. <laughs> <laughs> She's released. Is she a dinosaur? Is that a triceratops? No. Jurassic fart. Jurassic fart. <laughs> 
think okay, then. I think we're talking about a movie. So <laughs> <sighs> the it's main fun. villain has a crack nail. I've been wanting to say that this whole time. Yes. <laughs> what? Andrea von Strucker, <laughs> von Strucker had a coke nail. Oh. She had she had all her nails were black except for her one pinky nail that she pointed with was bright red was bright red and was like an inch or two long. If there is one thing that Scott Schaefer likes in addition to Groundhog Day, it's the sauce. Scott recently took a trip to get some margaritas and boy did he get a lot of them. The podcast discusses Scott and his Vera Cruz platter in this clip. No, oh my God! Look at Scott Schaefer. Real quick here, Scott, sugar tits. Sugar tits. Um, just to let you know, he went out to El Toro Bravo yesterday. He spent $135 on Cadillac mar- margaritas, 32 ounces each. Okay. So he drank, make it to the calculations last night, because we were both of were laughing our asses off. He drank over a gallon of margaritas last night. <laughs> <laughs> of which 75% was mixed. Jesus. Maybe you need the intervention. And, and of course, he's texting us, I just drank another 32 ounces of tequila. Like, no, you didn't. There might have been four ounces in there, buddy. <laughs> Maybe four ounces. <laughs> Maybe four ounces at most. No, that was... There might have been lo- four ounces in the entire mix. <laughs> That's a lot of diabetes. Of the gallons of freaking shit that they make at a time. <laughs> 32 ounces, 100 and what did I say? $132? But then you look at like going well, online bragging about his tolerance level. Is yeah. that what it was? Yeah. And he spent $135 on Cadillac. <coughs> five at $27 a piece. Wow. But thank God he got the chimichanga at $16 and the Veracruz plate. At twenty two dollars. The Veracruz plate. <laughs> is this the yarn barn thing he wanted to go to, or is this something else? I don't know with him. He always goes to Mexican joints to get shit faced on house margaritas. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? What the hell? Dude lives a life. He goes to Myrtle Beach every other week. Well, he does whatever. live the life, though. Drink. Oh, he does. Scott Sugar Tits Schaefer does. He live. does live. Is it. he is he still with that girl? Yeah, George still with Georgia. Okay. I don't know. She's I don't. An attractive right wing woman. <laughs> I wouldn't let anybody go with that. I mean, get, you know, as long I, as look. they're not QAnon, because I don't know if I can handle two QAnons going back and forth. My mother's QAnon, I think. Oh, really? Don't tell the Griffiths. What's QAnon? Ah, they're all idiots. It, she she got into it for like a it's half a Star a day, Trek thing, and then she got oh. out of it. The Q. <laughs> 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 it's a st- <laughs> All right. You want to go into the stupid no, movie? No, <laughs> no, real quick. I just thought of something. How do you like leave a restaurant with more than a gallon of thirty-two ounce mar- like margaritas in you? Like your stomach has to be like, fuck, I can't go there. But like, <laughs> like <laughs> fucking offend somebody else. <laughs> some people have a, a special place where margarita mix goes. <laughs> like See, a cow has two stomachs. <laughs> Schaefer has a separate stomach for his margaritas <laughs> and his Veracruz plate. <laughs> no, no, that goes in the stomach. <laughs> the Veracruz plate, I looked it up as shrimp. So like, it's like a double contamination. <laughs> you know that shit? Every time I go to Annapolis and walk uh-huh. you know, to the courthouse and walk around behind El Toro Bravo, 
it is essentially like one of the worst smells ever. Like it just smells terrible. Okay. Like refuse times ten. So you know I can't eat there. I'm like, I'm not sure the sanitation. Fish and bo. Like sanitization. You know what's going on the sanitary. But I would never eat shrimp from there. God no. God no. So he's having. 1.25 1.25 gallons of. Well, they sh- they get it right out of the Patasco River. I don't know why you would have any problem with that. <laughs> they got a shrimp farm right off of the Dabble yeah. stock. That's that's even worse. <laughs> they come out shit brown. Like, this tastes like gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> and depression. <laughs> <laughs> My compliments to the chef. See, dude. See. see. Gracias. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, sugar tits, man. He must get tanked every night. The Why dude the hell did I start calling him that? <laughs> I don't know. Wait, really? Maybe the I 30s. I really feel bad. Maybe the 30s. Because it's stuck. <laughs> Tom's got this. Maybe, maybe the margarita's like disinfected <laughs> so that when he ate the shrimp, <laughs> it was okay. Actually, it reawoke the shrimp. It like Franken shrimp in there now. <laughs> <laughs> it's swimming around. Maybe we should call him. <laughs> See if he's okay. Jesus. He's, he's still on the toilet. He's still on the toilet since 6 o'clock this morning. Jesus, not that one over there. <laughs> oh, my God. Mitchell. It's a gallon and a half of mix that <laughs> he's so, pissing out. Seriously, a gallon and a half. 1.25. 1.25 gallons. Could you imagine if you drank a gallon and a half of, of, of like, there's, whiskey? There's no way in hell. It would kill you. And he insists it's all tequila because it's kind of like, no, you're just a white, white-ass Mark walking in there from Annapolis. Well, they used to call them whales. That's why it's 20 Again, that might be a fat joke. <laughs> whales. Because you have a lot of money, right? You're a whale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just go in there and just start buying stuff. And <laughs> like, I admit, like, on some games, I buy, like, I'll buy the skins or I'll buy the whatever. And I won't play a lot, but I like collecting the stuff uh-huh. because I got five bucks or whatever. I got <laughs> more. I, I don't have a lot of time, but I got some money, right? I'm a whale. I get that. Right? Scott, Scott collects diabetes. Diabetes? <laughs> <laughs> Mexican diabetes? <laughs> is, is that what we're doing? For a gallon of margarita, shit. <laughs> it's mostly sugar. Man. <laughs> He's coming out. High fructose corn diabetes. <laughs> his eyes are bulging out of his head. <laughs> he takes. Really he pops his blue chew. Shoots at him. Just rails <laughs> He popped a blue chew. That's that a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> and then drank a gallon and a half. Of <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't think that's going to end well. Okay. <laughs> we should probably talk about this movie now. <laughs> Which movie was it again? <laughs> Conan the Library. It's <laughs> <laughs> Scott's better last night. <laughs> this is the song going on in his head while he's drinking this. <laughs> Shit. The waiter's thinking, I'll have another. <laughs> it's your one, At some point, they probably stopped putting tequila in them. <laughs> I just kind of envision one of those big, the fishbowl ones with that's, all that's, the little things think, on top. That's what it was, I think, right? 
said the fishbowl once. <laughs> the blue fishbowl with the with the little Swedish fish in it. Just give Christ. What a dipshit. <laughs> I'm sorry. You should apologize to Scott. I'm sorry, no. There's no way to hell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's talk about this movie. <laughs> okay, we got the rundown. Conan the Destroyer came out June. You know, none of the people on this show have ever hit eight home runs in a wiffle ball game. But back at Christmas, Jimmy had a bit of fun at a gas station in South Carolina, which had a vibe that maybe he was a little unfamiliar with. This clip is from the award-winning episode discussing. The Plum Pudding Mystery, and like most discussions on this podcast, had nothing to do with the movie itself. Driving back, <clears throat> it was around 1 o'clock. I'm like looking at... The afternoon? The, oh, no, in the, in the morning. In the morning. 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 Like, All right. We're like Fairfield, <sighs> Fairfield, Georgia, or something like that. I mean, no, 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 no. What could have been... What have been Georgia or South Carolina? South Carolina, I guess. Um. And I'm like, eh, I probably should get. And like, Mika's, Mika's up. I'm telling her to go to sleep because she needs to get some sleep. And she's like, let's go to this. Uh, <clears throat> she's looking over mad. It's like, this gas station has 15 cents cheaper. Like, hmm, 15 cents cheaper. All right. So we wait 30 minutes to get to this gas station. Like, it's not even like right there. It's like she can look ahead. So we finally get there. Now my my tank. As soon as we get there. Like the tank, the the, the check in, not check in, just like the, the the your out of fuel light kicks on. Thank God, you know. So we're taking the exit, and the exit is like, imagine you're going down like uh, like that 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 deserted lane, in the middle of like Connecticut, nowhere in Connecticut, you know, just a bunch of trees all over the place. There's like one light. Oh, I've been there. Oh yeah, nowhere in Connecticut. So like, it's kind of shady, you know. And you go around the loopy loop, the exit, and then you get, you know, you get spit out on that, that first road out off of the the major highway. There's like the there's this place with a Fairfield Inn, the parking lot lights, like half of them are working. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And then there's a Circle K over there. Like, oh, there's a cheap gas. It's like 15 cents cheaper. Like, hell yeah. So I pull in there. Yeah, my my got my toolie, you know that that toolie thing on top of the the mm. old Traverse. Got yep. Kids in the back sleeping. Meek is there in the passenger seat being the co-captain. Like, all right, this is 15 cents. There's nobody else here. As soon as I get out, I hear this this percussion. And it's coming from that that tiny mini mart in the middle of this gas station, the Circle K. I'm like, that damn, you know? Hmm. There's nobody here. <clears throat> then another car pulls up, and his brother gets out. So we're just pumping this gas, and 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 at this point, you understand. I just came from Orlando, Florida. I'm wearing like red shorts. My red, my red shorts. I'm wearing this uh, black uh, Hawaiian t-shirt, and it's like 45 degrees outside at this point. You know, it's warmer in Florida. Than it gets cold quick. It get, it gets really cold. Like, yeah. so I'm like, I don't care. I'm part Viking. Doesn't matter to me. I'm built for this stuff. I'm part Viking. Um, and meanwhile, the brother over there is dressed to the nines and like, you know, warm clothes. He's got a big heavy jacket on, got his jeans on, got his, you know, 
All right. And I'm, I'm, I'm looking around like, man, there's like nothing around. It's like desolate. Gas is 15 cents cheaper. Then all of a sudden, I, 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 I hear this, this shuffle. This just like, it sounds like sandpaper against asphalt. Like, what's that? What's that noise? I look over to like the far corner of the Circle K. My thing far, like, there's nothing over there. Just like these big ass pine trees. And there's like an industrial park right next to it. And the first thing I think is this, this bright, like orange construction color, like beams out of the shadows. There's again, there's nothing over there. No car, nothing. There's darkness. So I see this this bright orange construction. Now, did you go into the gas station and pay, or do you God, use no, a, no, use a no. I, I I use a credit card. I use a credit okay. card. So, so at this point, are you pumping gas? I'm pumping, and of course, uh, of course, of course, like any good horror movie. The gas is pumping as slow as it possibly could. It's not pumping fast. Well, it was, it was 45 <laughs> degrees. It's cold. <laughs> so I'm like, look, I'm peering over at this 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 orange beacon, and it's and this it slowly emerges from the shadows. This guy, there's another brother, and I shit you not, like my first impression, of this guy was he looks like like crackhead Dave Chappelle from Dave Chappelle's shows of the the mid odds. Whatever you call it, like 2005, 2000, around that time frame. Yeah. That's, that's crackhead Dave Chappelle. I'm thinking to myself, and he's coming out of the, the shadows. This can't be, this is, you know, Jimmy talking to Jimmy inside of his head. That can't be good. And, and I didn't, because I'm tired, I'm exhausted as this. I didn't realize what my body position was. So apparently Mika's telling me, I, I, I cross my arms like this over my, my chest while this damn gas is pumping at like, Half an hour later, I will finally get. A, I'm like, just look at him. I'm like, what the hell is he doing? <laughs> and he and he, he looks over at me and the brother, other brother, the guy pumping the gas. And he starts shuffling over. You know, this guy is like one needle away from just collapsing. Yeah, it's still still one in the morning, right? Still one in the morning. Maybe at one fifteen in the morning, the rate the gas is being pumped to, to this point. Again, he looks over at me. Looks over to brother. And also he's. Man, can I, can I get some money? I swear, I'm not a bum. I was just in this altercation. I'm a heavy equipment driver. I'm like, altercation? I'm like, what the hell is he talking about? Like, altercation. I, and, of course, the, the, I, I swear I was not. Yeah, I was, I was not. A, I'm not a bum. <clears throat> like, um, I was just in this altercation. Yeah, he's got this knit construction arm cap. And of course, it's not pulled all down all the way. It's like the brim of it is on his forehead, and it's like it popped up. Some bitch. I'm gonna die. Um, at this point, I look over at Mika. I'm like trying to motion her over to get in the driver's seat just in case. Partner's like, I should just take the gas thing and put it back in and just leave. I'm like, it's 15 cents cheaper than anything. Well, 15 cents. I want that deal. And at this point, you know, there's this discourse between Dave Chappelle and the other guy. Now, I, I was an altercation. I promise I'm not a bum. I was an altercation. I just need some money. And then I hear this, this like this, this clattering on the other side of the double lane highway where the Fairfield Inn is. And again, dark parking lot, but you can see the silhouettes from the like the Fairfield Inn sign shining over. And he, these these other brothers over there just called hooting and hollering, like they're coming this way. They want to go to the Circle K Money Mart, which is. 
I've been, I'm being flanked. I am being flanked. So much. I'm like, you know, of course, my eye goes right over to like, we're at like $50 at this point. All right, we're getting closer. So eventually the brother on the other end like acquiesces, acquiesces. And I'm seeing my life flash before my eyes. I hear this, you know, they're, they're, the, the bottles are from this end coming from the Fairfield end. The, the, the guy who's not a bum, but really is a bum, uh, asking for money. So he gets a good five, and they fist bump each other. So I'm like, I'm next. He's going to ask, for me, ask me for money. And he's going to shoot me when I say I'm not going to give him any money. So, I feel like it's, it's like Aslan. Aslan breaking that stone tablet. He looks at me, looks me up and down, and then proceeds to go to the mini mark. And then you hear that click, that, that just that, that wave of relief just washed over me. Click. Yes. Take that freaking nozzle, put it back in. I'm in the car. Woof. And as I'm pulling, as I'm pulling out, the, the, the zombies from the Fairfield Inn are already across the street. So I just missed them. Just missed them. And I look at me like, I cannot believe I didn't get a shot. Or I didn't, you know, get asked for money. Fifteen cents. Fifteen cents. She looks at me, she's like, first off, it's cold as hell outside. You're a white guy in the middle of brother territory, wearing nothing but like red shorts. That the Hawaiian shirt. Well, and like I said before, you're you're a muscle head. Muscle head, yeah. And that's what she says, like, not only that, but you were looking right at him the entire time. And you had your arms crossed. <laughs> arms crossed, like Which enhances the muscles. It, it does. So it's like oh, and she also point you're also wearing like pumas that like Russian mobsters wore back in the eighties. I'm like eh. It all adds up. It all adds up. So but I got the fifteen cents cheaper gas for that. Well, you know, uh, and just to give some some clarity, you know, we we uh, we here in in the Baltimore area have assault squeegee kids. Yeah. For our last clip, sometimes the best material on the show is when the hosts get into a verbal sparring match on the show highlighting Kroll. Tom and Paul get into it, and they get at each other hard. <laughs> no, so, I agree with that. But that's what I'm saying. The original, the original. Uh, you're still talking about like was less than one percent of the 77 population. To, dude, it's if you looked at the population now, it would be less than one percent. That's what I'm. What, it never got more than one percent. That's, that's, Dungeons what, I, that's and what I'm talking about. Never the been majority of the big. public is still not going to know what any of this stuff is. So you need to play. That's my point. Okay, well, I don't know what your fucking point is, but well, I always said it was not. Let's the go back the to the movie. And you went on about well, that's not popular. Think it's we arguing. I'm what are you saying, talking about? Not the majority of the population. That's what I said. Not the majority of the population. What does that have to do with what I said, Tom? This is after the show was recorded. Uh, as you can see, Tom and Paul were getting a little bit testy. And this is the first time they've gotten tested. Not the first time. won't be the last time. That's just how they are. They're a little clash of personalities. Now, <clears throat> they continued on for another good 25 minutes arguing. I didn't feel like subjecting you guys, listeners, to listening them go back and forth. So I decided, and there was a lot of good material in there, I decided we're going to mash it up. We're going to mash their argument up in a special presentation just for you, and I'll be on the other side after this presentation to wrap everything up.
the majority that was my of the point. population is not engaged in anything. But that was my point. The majority of the population and then you went off is on this not thing. in fucking Marvel. Thank you for coming back to my point. The majority of the population. What are you talking about? The planet Earth, the United States, Mars. What are you talking about? I'm talking are you about fucking the, listen to me? the three of the United us States in the America. That's what happens to Paul. He loses an argument. I, there's no argument. I started saying that this was at the height of Dungeons and Dragons popularity. Then you start talking about the population and all this other fucking bullshit that has nothing to do with and what I said. it wasn't at the height of the popularity of D&D. What the fuck does that mean? Because it was popular with you? It was popular with everybody? I had, I'm I had telling you that in 1978, the popularity was more than it was it just in 1984. It had just started. Dude, I'm making a fucking completely different argument than you are, and I'm trying to find proof to fucking provide all to I'm you because you're full of shit and you're just making stuff up because I'm it was popular with you and four other fucking people in 1987. I don't give a flying fuck. I mean, what are you talking about? Can you reiterate your argument? What's your goddamn point, dude? I don't even know what you're talking about. Dude, what I'm talking about is you're full of shit. Then you fuck. No, it wasn't fucking incorrect. It's incorrect. No, it wasn't. What is your definition of a popular? Hmm? What is your definition right. of popular? That famous celebrities like it, that Elon Musk likes it, or that more people are buying the product, which makes it you're popular? You're right, Tom, What is your definition? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. you're what right. What is your definition? You're right, Tom. I'm sorry. I forgot that you were right and I'm wrong. Well, you can't you define like, words. No, you like Dungeon and Dragons. Define In 1987, popular. so you're right and I'm wrong. I mean, what are you talking about? Can you reiterate your argument? What's your goddamn point, dude? Wrong. You can't I define popular. That's your problem. You cannot define popular. Therefore, you don't know what you're talking about. You're right. There, I'm agreeing you, with you. You didn't even, you didn't I even am play agreeing at, with at you. any point. You are right. Know anyone. I don't know what popularity like, is. I don't know anything. I don't care. You define any... Like any How subject, can I any subject that him? you look. Am I agreeing with him? I just want to end up. No, 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 no. Am I or am I not saying he's right? Don't edit shit. Leave no. it all in. I don't I, fucking care. I agree. I okay. You're right, Tom. You were the whole. You were right the entire time. I mean, what are you talking about? Can you reiterate your argument? What's your goddamn point, dude?
We're going to end there in terms of the mashup. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you enjoyed it. Anyway, we're going to go back to the way the episode... Well, friends, that wraps up this first ever best of edition JB's Drive-In Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the social media sites and share this episode with your friends. I'll see you the next time that I appear as a guest host, which at this point, with my schedule going around the world hitting eight home runs in a wiffle ball game, will be somewhere near the end of time. This is the living legend Brian Griffiths signing off. So long, good night, and go O's. Sorry for the clip show. Have no fears, we got stories for you.